Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Oh, yeah. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes, it does. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios. Oh, boy. In downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Yes. And? Finally, a no system system for success. That's right. Today's show is called Finally, a no system system for success with college professor, university professor, that is, keep it simple, Kirk Chelson. So, throw away the binders, ditch the gimmicks, and join Daryl and Ed. The secret to success and a lifetime of happiness is so simple that it is often dismissed. When we act like children and choose to believe that God is taking care of all of our needs, we get results. Our mood rises rapidly, and we move optimistically through our day. And, as mentioned, university professor, keep it simple, Kirk Chelson, comes streaking in to read and discuss today's daily word, Strength of Spirit. During the second segment. Ah. So. Yes. Are we going to jump into breaths? Are we going to jump into readings? Yeah, because that is perfect. Because this show and this breaths really say what the show's all about. Because earlier today, when I was sitting in my office, uh, it's the end of the school year. So there's like administrative things to tie up before. It's to before next Friday. And. There's like a lot of different balls in the air in terms of things that need to get done. They're not really that complicated or difficult, but my mind has a tendency to want to get very serious and buckle down. I'm like feeling anxiety and stuff for no reason. So when I was thinking about our show, thankful. Oh, the, the real reason I noticed is because part of my mind was like, I don't have time to think of a show today. I got this stuff to do. And then I look at the stuff and I really didn't have anything to do, you know, like at that moment or even that much to do, period. But my mind wanted, this is serious. So, as a remedy to that, yes, that's where these breaths come from. Yeah, because just like we had a show, if uh, if whatever you're doing is serious, you better be doing it just for fun. That's right. If what you need to do is serious, you better be doing it just for fun. Must be things get things done. I think right. All right, and uh, yes. Yeah, so, and this is the th- the point of the show is. T- because our brain is not, not, most of us have not been conditioned to believe that when we really, when it really comes down to it, that having fun and getting, dropping our stress and worry, that that is really the thing to do if, to, when we want to get things done. Yeah, because what we learned from all the readings we do, and pretty much all of it in a nutshell, is it's a very simple solution 
for complicated minds. Yeah. And sometimes we don't want to believe. Can it really be this easy? Just choosing to believe this power is working on be on my behalf. Well, especially like Daryl and I recently noted that we have these voices inside us that at the drop of any type of fear, there's a voice that comes up in Eddie's head and Daryl can relate to it as the voice that says, we're going to lose it all. Oh, my God, we're going to lose it all. So we got to calm that. Oftentimes that voice wants to grab a hold of the wheel, totally overreacting when there's really no threat or anything. We got some readings about that. So, but we, so this is, this breaths are here to help remind me today and remind us to really, to truly be successful in the way we all desire to be successful. The best thing you can do, you know, have real fun. A lot of people have been given fun, the bad word of like people who are running away from what they need to be doing because they're, you know, like, Denying their responsibility. We're talking about the kind of fun where you actually enjoy get, your responsibilities. enjoy your responsibilities and have fun with your responsibilities. Yes. So uh, let's take a breath to clear our mind. <sighs> when I really need to get things done, I dummy down and have some fun. <sighs> when I really need to get things done, I dummy down and have some fun. Ah, is that right? Yeah. Okay. When I really need to get things done, I dummy down and have some fun. Yeah. Jeff <laughs> sounded sweet today. We have a great reading to kick this off. Wow. Oh, I'm going to read the, the this one to kick it off. Remember, that's what we decided. Oh, and is then it? we're going to go into that. Oh, that's right. The Advanced Class by Emmett Fox. Emmett Fox writes a lot about this subject. But yes. there's one reading that we have that really uh, pertains today to today's show, which is called Finally a No System System for Success. His reading is called, um, from, a May, from May 11th, is called An Advanced Class. And that's from Around the Year with Emmett Fox. That's right. And it says, many people would like to attend what they call an advanced class in metaphysics. But what could an advanced course include that would not be in the ordinary lessons? The usual metaphysical classes teach that God is the only power and that evil is insubstantial, that we form our own destiny by our thoughts and our beliefs, that conditions do not matter when we pray, the time and space and matter are human illusions, that, the, that there is a solution to every problem, that man is held, no, that man is the child of God and God is perfect good. Once the student has obtained a correct intellectual comprehension of these facts and digested them, at least partially, the only thing that remains for him to do is develop his understanding by demonstrating them in practice. So we see that, so we see that the real advanced course is the one we give ourselves by demonstrating over the practical problems of everyday life. Yes, and that means with whatever current understanding you have right now. Yes. Because when I first got introduced to all of this stuff, I was in really bad shape. Emotionally, mentally, I was really overwhelmed with life. Right. And although it seems too simple for most, because I first thought I needed some heavy-duty psychological you know, treatment. And the solution that was offered was to have faith in a loving higher power. Yeah. And one thing happened was that's it. That's all this is. Because I had the mistaken belief of the God of religion that I heard about, you know, that's this outside thing that you could pray and pray to. And your prayers probably won't be answered. But if you don't pray, then you're really up shit's creek. And it seemed to me like, well, that's garbage. Yes. Um, but it was presented to me that if you just have faith enough to believe in, that this will solve your problem, your problem will be solved. And you know what? I wanted to believe mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, any solution we go toward yes. that we reach for, even if it is a complicated success system, mm-hmm. we're really going there. With what we're looking for. We're going there seeking 
We're going there seeking. Yes. What, I mean, we're, we're going there with what we're looking for, if that makes sense. We're going there seeking what we already have. Yes. Meaning, I already have faith, even if it's in this, the idea that this complicated success system is going to help me. Although it may take me further away from just simply going straight to the solution. Right. Which is choosing to believe, like a child, that God is doing the work. That God is working on my behalf. And whenever I do that, and that was in our synopsis for the description for the show, my mood elevates, and now I'm functioning at a higher plane, and I begin to see evidence of God actually working in my life. Yes. And here it is in a nutshell from A New Day, 365 Meditations for Personal and Spiritual Growth. To stand on one leg and prove God's existence is a very different thing from going down on one's knees and thanking him. And this is just a reminder. This is what I think Ed was referring to about the fear. You just mentioned it. Yes. And I got it right here. And it says this. The good news is what we put above this quote by Sanaka is we are more often frightened than hurt. And we suffer more from imagination than from reality. And the good news is, with the belief that God is working in all my affairs, my emotional antenna can be redirected for positive reception. Yes. Instead of looking for a proof of why things are go, why why everything's falling apart. Yes. You know. And here, the guy who puts it the best and just makes it so wonderful is. Uh, Charles Fillmore, one of the founders of Unity, and it's from Jesus Christ Heals. And he gives this little affirmation. God lives in me, no more I pine, for love and health and joy are mine. Yes. And then he goes on to say, The childlike simplicity of this primary work seems so insignificant that great men who have delved into philosophy and worked with weighty intellectual problems, deem it beneath them to become as a little child and concentrate their thoughts on nursery rhymes. But what's wonderful is he talks about how the word, when we say positive words or negative words, yes, that energy has, I mean, those words have energy yes. and they have a frequency to them. Yes. And you could feel it. When I say something that I'm enthusiastic about, or I'm excited about doing something, or we're talking about doing this show even, right. and the things we're reading and the things we find, yes. my whole body feels like it's healthy. Yes. But then when I'm walking around and I'm by myself and I'm thinking, oh, I got to do this. When's it yes. Be? My cat's not feeling well. I could feel everything start to drain. Yes. So, uh, yes. so yes. these simple things that, you know, we can often discount as, oh, that's silly. Because, you know, a lot of people think, I say rhymy affirmations. Right. That's kids stuff. I need something. I need something serious, something legitimate. Right. But this is the legitimate answer. And that's why Jesus kept pounding it home. Well, you know, to be as a little child. I, I looked it up while you were talking from Matthew 18 in the message version of the Bible. It says at about the same time, the disciples came to Jesus asking who gets the highest rank in God's kingdom. For an answer, Jesus called over a child whom he stood in the middle of the room and said, I'm telling you once and for all that unless you return to square one and start over like children, you're not even going to get a look at the kingdom, let alone get in. Whoever becomes simple and elemental again like this child will rank high in God's kingdom. What's more, when you receive the childlike on my own account, it's the same as receiving me. And that's a lot similar to the Buddhist um thought of the beginner's mind always be a beginner like always be be enthusiastic to just choose to believe yes because there's two things in the the shows about one is that you don't need anything too complicated i mean we all know that but sometimes we get in the habit of still chasing these things around because in order for this to really work like emmett said and like you have to just apply it in your daily life and then watch it work that is the advanced class. Like this morning I woke up and I was my, – my, my mind has been kicking up so much stuff recently and it's been – you know, part of me is wanting to run away from it or I don't know what I want to do. But 
This morning, I just simply said, this is all, all of it. This is God. There's nothing here that can't be God. This thing that I'm distressed, I'm running away from. Something as I, as I breathed into that, this is all God. My whole life started to move through my head like all the things I had judged. It's all God. It can't be anywhere else. It brought me right back into this present moment to recognize that it is. So whatever stress you're feeling right now and you think you got to run away. First thing is sometimes just slow down. Stop. And just affirm that this is, oh, that this is God. Stop. Collaborate and, and listen. listen. That's right. That was <laughs> one of our shows or our breaths. And it's show. true. And That's it's Hammer knew what he was talking about. Well, and it's okay to acknowledge the frustration. You don't have to hate yourself. I'm not being a perfect yeah. spiritual person. Yesterday, I, I thought I'd help out my wife, and I volunteered to go drop off a check for her oh, at, yeah. a, at a friend's house because it wasn't that far out of my way. Right. And it was before I was going to get together with Ed to work on the show for mm-hmm. Iron Out. You know, our ideas for today's show. Yes. So I go, sure, I'll do it. So I, I drive all the way to this person's house. I had it on my maps. Yes. I get there. I, she said she left it on a shoebox. It was kind of a little bit of a, not the best neighborhood. Yeah, questionable. Questionable. So the, the shoebox wasn't there. And I'm knocking on the door and I'm looking around. I go, figures. You know, she didn't. Because I said I would be there the night before. Yeah. But Lori said, don't worry about it. The shoebox will be there. Just go tomorrow when it's convenient, which I did. So I had this little half-baked going on the defensive because I felt like maybe I should have went last night. Yeah. But then I started justifying my my yeah, mistake. By being by, angry at by her. By being angry at her. No, no one's home. The shoebox isn't here. And I was going to leave the check in the mailbox. And yeah. thank God I didn't. Oh, my God. It's funny because you were telling me the story. You're yeah. very angry, and I was like, kind of still waking up, and I was like, "All right, I don't want to get Daryl mad by saying maybe there's another way of looking at this." So I want to honor where you know, like, be loving with him. Well, this then is- I started to hear. I said, "But maybe there is something else going on here." And then, then we met up. Oh wait, so but first I started like pounding, yeah, like, yeah, figures were- because this is a. I mean, the, she couldn't leave the box out there, so I let out all that venom, yes. right? Which is healthy to do, and not like. Because the old me would stuff that. Yeah. Until I'm supposed to be good. I'll just bless this and maybe something good will come out. Like, right, right, but if right. you need to let it out, let it out. But call a friend. Don't call the person. Yeah. So I get to let it out with Ed. I don't let it out with my wife. Yes. You know, to talk smack about her friend. Yes. So then I get to Ed's and we're now relaxing. We're talking about the show. And all of a sudden I go, let me take a look at this email. Let her know. Maybe I could come back. And I look and I go, oh, my God. And I start dying of laughter at myself because I went to the wrong address. <laughs> I go to Ed, I go, can you believe it? It was my fault. I was at the wrong right. house. But then I got so hot, high off that that whole experience. I learned from it. Yeah. But had I just stuffed and go, no, I'm going to be a good boy and not say a peep about yeah, it. put that check in that mailbox. And put the check in the wrong and mailbox. And it was great for me, too, because I didn't say anything to you. But before you got there, I just... To send love and blessings to the whole situation. So then I just forgot all about it. So when you said that, I was, it even reaffirmed it for me that, that prayer yes, works. prayer works. And we, and by laughing at the mistakes we make and we learn from them and use the tools of like, don't throw your venom at the person you think you're upset with because yeah. you're probably not upset for the reason you think yes. you are. And you may have to learn a lesson like we do, but all, you know, that's what's great about having a friend on the same. Uh, wavelength. And what Ed was sharing before about that fear, we got this reading. This is from a Science of Mind magazine we got for free at the Unity of Tustin. Yes. And uh, it was just an older issue. And it says here, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of sound mind. And that's from 2 Timothy 1, 7. And then it says, but what is fear? Nothing more nor less than the negative use of faith. Faith misplaced, a belief in two powers instead of one, a belief that there can be a power opposed to God whose influence and ability may bring us evil. And that's from the Science of Mind, page 156. And it's true that fear is not our spirit, because when we meditate and get quiet, we don't go, like, we feel centered and relaxed. We don't go, oh my God! Yeah, the solution to all fear is to get back in touch with our spirit. Which proves that the spirit really is loving and courageous and on our side. That's right. We just got Catherine Ponder's newsletter this week, and it's funny. Hers, just like our show, uh, finally a no-system system for success, hers was called uh, Simple Problem-Solving Methods for You. And she mentions Emmett Fox, and then she she's talking about his writings, right? 
And then that, that's where she got this from. And it's, she's talking about if you think of any aspect of God, it will solve a problem. But if you select the right aspect, you'll get the result more quickly and easily. So one aspect, she says, is God is spirit. When something seems to be damaged or soiled or in decay, realize that the pres- realize the presence of spirit where the trouble seems to be. And the condition will begin to improve. If you continue to realize God is spirit in, in the condition, it can be completely healed. For instance, when something is giving trouble, affirm and try to realize that in reality it is a spiritual idea. And watch what happens. Oh, I got to tell the story about it when we come back from the break about Elliot, my son, and the fencing tournament that we went to and how I use this simple method, <laughs> very simple method, to, to really bring the fun out of that experience. So, but, and also coming up next, we'll have Keep It Simple, Kirk Chelson coming streaking into the, to the studio to read and discuss today's daily word, Strength of Spirit. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. What is called the pants. Take eight. Unity Online Radio brings you inspiring programs on a variety of spiritual topics. Giving to the network is now easier than ever. Simply text Unity Radio to 72727 from your smartphone. You can make a one-time or recurring donation. Your gifts help us offer enriching spiritual programs that reach listeners around the world. Text Unity Radio to 72727. Thank you for your support. You have a coach in your corner. A life coach, that is. Like a coach in sports, a life coach can help you set clear goals and develop the confidence and tools you need to achieve them. Join certified life coach Carla McClellan Tuesdays at 3 p.m. for Vibrant Living on Unity Online Radio. Each week, Coach Carla and her guests will share strategies and solutions designed to help make your life more focused, more meaningful, and more vibrant. Do you have a specific issue or topic you'd like to discuss with Coach Carla? Call in toll-free Tuesdays at 3 p.m. during Vibrant Living, Life Coaching with Carla. Does the idea of being a vegetarian or a vegan intrigue you? Is it something you've pondered? Listen each week as Victoria Moran, author of Main Street Vegan, shows you how to make the shift to a sustainable lifestyle for both you and the planet. Each week you'll learn about the latest on the vegan life. It's not just for celebrities and moguls, but for people just like you who want to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Guests will range from unity ministers to vegan authors, activists, physicians, chefs, and even some of those glittery celebs. There'll be recipes, ideas, tips for going vegan at your own pace, and ways to make a difference for animals and the planet at every meal. Tune in Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Central Time for Main Street Vegan, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. We're on the other side of the break, yeah, and it's finally a no-system system for success with university professor, keep it simple, Kirk Chelson. But oh, before we bring Kirk on to dispel the myth that you need to gimmicks and complicated systems. Yeah, in order to enjoy life or really succeed with a lifetime of happiness like oh, we've learned. Yeah, he's a university professor. If you don't trust him, who do you trust? Yeah, he proves that uh, his beard is like the, 
woven of gold, no less. Well, yeah, because even the Egyptians put a beard on their statues <laughs> because it gives the impression that you're knowledgeable and wise. That's well, the I could point get lost of the beard. In that beard. Well, because he helps us realize that no one is too stupid to get this. That's right. That's we're right. Proof, well, we're living proof but, of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, but many are too smart. Are and we speaking about Jesus of, or Kirk? Kirk. But meanwhile, <laughs> tell this great, simple solution to your son okay. being extremely tense during a, 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 a tournament yeah, this weekend. Him. We walked into the fencing tournament. We hadn't been there in a while, and it was at his club. So I, in my mind, I'm thinking, oh, we're just going to the fencing club where he practices. But I walk in there. It's sweaty. There's parents. There's yelling. There's intensity, right? And it's going pretty well. Well, it looked like the final scene from Karate Kid. Yeah, oh, dude. There's like, there literally was a coach, this guy we call him the bad guy from the Karate Kid. He stands right in his fencer's ear. The whole time, he's going, da, 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 do this, do this, don't do that. There's like no way these kids could think straight for themselves at all well they're constantly under pressure yeah and when we put ourselves under pressure and um i just want to jump in with this because this is perfect yeah uh reverend david mcclure who will be on a future episode yes he coined this and i heard it in 1986 it saved me ever since and sin is simply self-imposed nonsense and when we think we're doing a good job by putting ourselves under pressure come on you better you better work hard for this any pressure is born out of fear. So I'm trying to move forward oh my gosh. with yes. fear, which is driving forward with the parking brake on. It doesn't work. So go ahead, because this really turns into well, a, yeah, a it, it starts, example. The whole thing starts to build when I'm sitting there waiting for Elliot's division, and there's a girl fencing, and she's really good. but her And, and her mother and father are sitting next to me, and her mother's just yelling, you know, like as if she's fencing, and she's very, like, ferocious you know and, yeah, and all of a sudden the, the ref made a bad call and we're and, not talking cheering we're talking no, no, we're talking about like get in there get that touch and she's yelling at the referee and uh the ref made like a bad call and she's like that was an only one light and it's like something with lights and she the mom's yelling and the dad's going sit down sit down don't yell about the lights and the mom's yelling i can yell about the lights and the the girl starts crying and every time she scores a point even she's, though she's winning she's yeah, crying the the whole thing just comes to a head she wins she throws off her mask and she's cry bawling and yell like ah you know and so and it was like LeBron James in the finals or something, but with crying. Yeah. So, it was funny because the ref was like, um, can you please come pick your helmet up? Because it was like, <laughs> so, but I was like, all right, what's the best thing I can do for Elliot? I got to take a walk and, and realize that this has, none of this has anything to do for me. Like the best I could do is be in a positive mindset. And I'm not right now. I'm like sponging up all this intensity. So I went for a walk to 7-Eleven. I started thinking, yeah, I'm not doing anything. I started, I had this great feeling like the same way I feel when he's, practicing good i was like oh yeah i'm gonna go to work tomorrow everything's going well i went and bought some chips at 7-eleven smart move i come back in i see elliot's in the standing across the way and he's kind of like a little slumped over not totally but just right i talked to him and i said how's it going and uh, you know, and I, I realized this, at this point we need to bring some fun into this, right? But I wasn't exactly sure how. So I said, he's like, yeah. Um, he, he ended up fencing like the, one of the toughest guys. He used to be like his role model. He's a year older and more right. experienced. So, and he's like, I'll try to get a couple touches. I said, dude, just go out there, beat him, have fun, whatever. You know, just, but go in there to beat him. He's not better than you or whatever. Just but at least go and have fun like you're going to win. Right. And then he said, yeah, all right. And then. I sat down and I, and I had to like literally say to myself, what do I do to be when I'm being successful? You know, I was making just a, like almost like an appreciation list, but more like right. when I'm joyful, that's when I'm successful. And then I made it's this list true. and all of a sudden the fun started to come out. And I, and I wrote down there like when I'm having when I'm having fun, I'm always I have the most creative ideas. Yes. Things start falling. And so true. All, as, right when I got that feeling, I look up and Elliot's coach comes walking up to Elliot and he's like, how are you doing? And they start chopping up about, first about like strategy, but then the guy goes, puts his hand on Elliot's shoulder and says, Elliot, I wish I would have listened when people told me this. The main thing to do is have fun. And it was what I had just written down, but the perfect person to say it to Elliot it was his coach. So he puts his hand on his shoulder and Elliot goes, huh, that's something I can think about. Thank you. <laughs> and he walks away. And so he gets out there and I'm sitting there. And for like the first, it's like they go to 15 and the, there's a break at eight. So the first half, He's down 8-1, and they have a one-minute break. Okay. And all of a sudden, I start going, Elliot, this is amazing. You know, I start yelling in a positive way, have fun, man, you're doing great. And 
So all of a sudden, he starts, for the second half, he's jumping, he's doing little scissor kicks in the air. He's, yeah, he's totally having fun. And I'm going, yes, Elliot, have fun, this is awesome. People around me are laughing, like, because they cut through the tension of that whole yes. thing. And so, meanwhile, angry karate kid coach is whispering in his opponent's oh, yeah, ear the whole time. That was the other Go kill this it. guy. Yeah. Look at him dancing like a fruitcake. Yeah, Look exactly. at him, get him. <laughs> what I'm, are you doing? How could you lose to this fruit? And I'm standing there looking. Actually, he was looking like eye to eye for right where I was sitting. And I, so I was yelling at him. Him. Have fun! Yeah, have fun! And uh, Elliot ended up, he still lost the match, but he lost, he got five, he, five to seven in the second that half. That is awesome! And he, the best part was he came out, he took his helmet off, he had the greatest smile, and he said, Dad, once I started having fun, that's when I started getting the touches. And he was glowing, and he says to his friend, how'd you do? And the guy's like, I lost. And Elliot's like, but did you have fun? Because that's what this is all about. This is so good, because that's, yes. that's what Jesus meant when he said, okay, look, you're healed. Go and sin no more. He meant just go and have fun. No more self-imposed yeah, nonsense. Look, no more pressure. It got so clear to me. This other girl won her whole division. And she was sad and looked angry like she was going to kill someone over it. And it was like, so that gave me the difference because that's what I was like, I don't want, why would I want my son to be successful, only be miserable? Well, that's how I used to have to study through college. I mean, that's why the first time I I flunked out, I just left because I was under so much pressure. I was getting A's, but it was just, I got to give this up. I I couldn't do it. Now it's perfect. We got to thank our guests. So we get Kirk in here. Yeah. So thank you, listeners, for listening. For coming along with us on the journey every week for yes. all of the letters, gifts, comments on Facebook. Yeah, we got lots of mail coming up in the last segment. If you could check out our website at DarylNed.com, you could always get in touch with us uh, through there. Yeah, there's YouTube episodes. There's a reading list of all the books that we read from. If you want to order them from Amazon or whatever, they're there. And uh, if you want to send us anything, parcel post, as Daryl calls it. Funniest thing, P.O. Box 1312. Culver City, California, 90232. We were just fondly remembering uh, the box of dicks that Rick uh, Dick Coxon sent us back a little while back and how delicious they were. Yeah, and he also sent a box to Jeff Comfort. I know, we have it's, the best fans. And speaking of Jeff Comfort, yes, we love him. He makes us sound great. Yes, he's the chief engineer at Unity Online Radio. And he, uh, well, it used to do, we used to need a stiff drink, but nowadays all we need is Jeff Comfort. Yes. Because each week he takes us right in. Into the comfort zone, yeah. Hey, did I see a, a bearded fellow in the passenger seat today? Coming, yes, he coming did, in for with a, a big landing. smile. Oh, he'll be here any moment. Let's give a shout out to the prayer line 800 Now Pray or 800 669 7729. Which, by the way, I did send a You Pray app the day of Elliot's tournament. And look at it, it worked. It worked like a charm. I did it for my father who had eye surgery last week. It worked week. like a charm. I couldn't believe how well that went. I've been using it quite a bit lately. And this is a perfect time to just let our listeners know if you're thinking, if you could send some positive healing and uh, oh, thoughts yes. of well being to uh, David McLore, Reverend David McLore, and his wife, Donna McLore, who had to go for some uh, unexpected appointment for her chemotherapy. Yes. So we're just declaring that uh, everything's going along smoothly, and she's healing and happy. Yes. Same for my student, Justice yes. Griffith, who's in uh, Children's Hospital, had a bone marrow transplant 10 days ago or so, or and uh, I've been working with him there. So he same thing, that he, all is going well for him, and also for your cat, Francis. Oh, Francis is for not her yeah. digestive tract. It's a he, but yes. He, um, excuse me, I always get that confused. I'm sorry. Sorry, Francis. Francis is grumbling back there. Yeah, for his bowels. That, yes, he's uh, he has free-range diarrhea, as we call it here at the Fizarro <laughs> compound, and uh, thank God for me to follow him around and... Take care of that. He's not gluten intolerant, is he? No, not at all. <laughs> but uh, we also, Daily Word is a big part of our show. and our big, guest, big part. Our guest subscribes, and our guest also uh, uses the prayer line and the You Pray app, which you could download for free. It's You Pray. That's the letter U and the word pray, and get that through mm-hmm. uh, the app store. Yes. And now, without any more ado, we're going to bring on university professor, keep it simple, Kirk Chelsea, all the way from Germany, but right now he's in uh, Virginia. Yeah. Kirk. Yes. He made it! Oh, my gosh. 
Dude, that beard is Icelandic. So, how are you, sir? Doing good. How are you guys doing? Oh, man, we're better now that you're here. We're in good hands. Kirk is our number one fan in Europe. That's right. <laughs> yes, he listens all the time while he goes to the gym on the Prayer Master. And I know that, Kirk, you're a fan of dummying things down. Correct? Yes. Does this work at the university level? Um, yeah, I think it works at every level. I mean, I think that uh, keeping it simple is a really good way to do well, you know? I mean, if you complicate things, you tend to make hard work of them and tend to fail more often than when you don't. <laughs> there you go. Hey, I got to tell you that a fan has already commented because on our Facebook page, we said today on Funniest Thing, university professor Kirk Chelson joins Daryl and Ed to put an end to this nonsense about needing to purchase an elaborate system in order to succeed. And there's a very handsome headshot up there of you as well, by the way. And uh, Stephanie Tina Havelka, who's coming up on our show uh, in two weeks, right? Or next yeah, week. No, next two weeks. weeks. Next week, right? Oh, it's yeah, it's next week. Oh, yes, it is. And she says, "Oh, can't wait!" Meaning, can't wait to hear from Kirk. This is refreshing. There should be bullhorns set up in every entrepreneur's conference about the nation uh, or around the nation, shouting this. Love you guys. All right. Well, thank you for that. Well, do you want to jump right into the daily word and give us your thoughts on that? Yeah, sure. Great. All right. All right, the Daily Word for June 1st, Wednesday, June 1st, 2016, Strength of Spirit. With God, I am strong, confident, and capable. Um, <clears throat> I'm stronger than I may think and more powerful than I may know. This is the truth I affirm as I remind myself that I am a child of God and capable of doing wondrous things. I become more aware of my strength through my relationship with God. This relationship is an important part of my life. It affects my view of myself and the world in a positive way. It affects my attitude and my expectations. It opens doors to me that I may not have dreamed possible. I see myself as I truly am, a spiritual being filled with unlimited potential. I know that within me is an unlimited wellspring of energy and wisdom and a continuous resource of ideas and inspiration. I am strong in spirit. Oh, yeah, in the Bible verse. You want me to read that too, right? Yes. <laughs> you have given me the shield of your salvation, and your right hand has supported me. Your help has made me great. And that's Psalm 1835. Ah. <laughs> that's quality, man. So what do you think, Kirk? Yeah, I mean, there's so much in there. Um, where do I start? I mean, it, it's funny that you guys call, you said a university professor and stuff. I never really used that term, you know? I mean, fine. I guess that's what I'm doing today. But uh, um I feel like I'm a te I'm a student, you know. I feel like I'm learning from this entire thing, and uh, I don't think my job is to give answers, but it's more to ask questions. I just met with some students today, and they're working on a on a film, and um, the screenplay isn't as strong as it could be, but there's a lot of potential there, and I feel like, you know, as a professor, a lot of people. Professors I see often just tell people what to do and how to do it. And um, I think that my job as a professor is to ask them questions to find the story that they're trying to tell so that they find it themselves and tell it themselves. And um, a lot of that comes from simplification. You know, hardly ever do I read a story where it's like, there's not enough in the story, right? Generally, it's way too much. People are trying to do a million things right. in a short uh, amount of time. And um, 
part of my job is to help them like simplify and whittle down and get to, to the heart of whatever it is they're trying to tell. Daryl gave me a book like, I don't know how many years ago, 15 years ago, maybe in California. And there was a quote in there, um, by the Swiss poet philosopher, Henry Frederick Emile. And it, it is, um, the great artist is the simplifier. And it's mm-hmm. stuck. Um, I think about that to this day because, you know, when I went to grad school for art, when I was a young man, I was thinking like I wasn't doing enough. I had to do more. It had to be more complex. It had to, you know, it, it, it had to be more than it was, but it was actually the opposite. I needed to, to simplify and whittle down and also to have fun. And I, I think that, um, you know, as Ed was talking about his son with fencing and stuff, I think that doesn't just apply to being kids and, 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 and kids playing games. But, like, um, you know, when you're an adult, if you're not having fun doing what you're doing, then, you know, um, you may want to do something else. And fun, I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean it's easy, right? Easy and simple are two totally different things. I used to always think they were the same exact thing, you know. And therefore, simple is is pathetic because it's easy. But it's actually not always that easy to be simple. It's actually often much more difficult to simplify than it is to, to complicate the hell out of everything. So but, wait, I just want to stop you there because you're hitting the nail on the head because there's fun in the overcoming. Like that's the fun. There's not fun where I'm pressuring myself to get it perfect. But there is a lot of fun in yes. in seeing my ability develop, yes. and and like all of a sudden things coming together almost magically because I wasn't putting the pressure on because exactly. I, I was I lowered the bar I allowed myself to not have to make this perfect then it seems so contrary to what we've been taught, but that is when. The great, significant, yes. uh, you know, benchmarks in my ability to draw, to to communicate, to do most anything. But yeah. when I'm under pressure of, oh, this has got to be serious, it's got to be fit, it either means it may not be something that I want to give up totally, but it definitely means with this attitude right now, the best thing I could do is take a break. Maybe yes. go for a walk, maybe go take the, or take the dog for a walk. Or just go for a ride, get a cup of coffee with a friend, eat, yeah. uh, go to the gym, but don't try to pressure through it. I have to no. remind Daryl, let this go for now. And then during that break time, I also reaffirm that God's working through me. And I'll ask God or spirit or angels, whatever you prefer. I even say, no, God, help me do this. Help me. I know you'll, I, and I even affirm, I know you're going to give me the perfect answer. And sure enough, I'll come back and, I'll even have a thought like, well, do it this way. And I'll go, no, that's too easy. That'll look cheap. And I go, nope, do it that way. And I'll do it. And I'm like, oh, my God, this drawing's perfect. I don't even know how I did it. I don't want to touch it anymore. Like, it's so awesome when that. Yes. And where does that come from? It's wonderful. It comes from the lack of pressure. I feel like pressure you put in the, this is from Emmett Fox, but he, in, in Emmett Fox, he talks about, the material plane and the spiritual plane. And when you're working in the material plane, for example, with a hammer and nails, you have to exert pressure in order to drive a nail through a wall. But when you're working on a spiritual and artistic plane, it's contrary to that. Like the more pressure you apply, yes. um, the less progress you seem to make. And I just was watching an interview with Iggy Pop on it's like a BBC John Peel lecture series. And he was talking about his early days being a rock and roll um you know, musician, he was just having a blast. Like they didn't know what they were doing. They they didn't care like what happened. They weren't trying to make money. Um, they were just having fun. And it's funny because like one of their first hits was a song called no fun, but they were actually having a lot more fun (laughs) singing about peace and love and stuff. They were just being themselves and having fun and not worrying about making money and making art and the business of everything and stuff. And um, we're worrying about 
what other people would think. What other people thought, yeah. or, the yeah. sales, or the box office, or the the receipts, or the record sales, or any of that. They were having fun, mm-hmm. and they made music that I mean, to this day, like I think it it's it's well, inspiring to so many people. And, well, his uh, number one hit is called "Lust for Life." And yeah. if anyone looks that up on YouTube, they'll see how joyous that, and that song still holds up and will still make you want to jump around mm-hmm. and run around your living room and yeah. recharge your system if you listen to it today. Yeah. Yeah, and there's something else he said in that lecture. He said, um, it is very important what not to do. And that's yes. a big part, I think, also of this as well. Yes. Sometimes the simple... The simple thing is to do nothing. And it's not always easy to do nothing, but it's often the right thing or the simple thing, um, you know, to not do things that just push you into a bigger hole or put more pressure on your creative process or overcomplicate the work you're doing. Um, You know, I think, you know, growing up in America, you, you have this mentality of like, be aggressive, you know, that no pain, no gain. Um, quitters never win, you know, nice guys finish last, all these things. And it's like, it puts all this pressure on just like, uh, uh, doing everything yourself, doing it in a way that's not very fun and, and in a way that's not very, um, productive, productive, organic, healthy, spiritual, natural, whatever you want to call it. And um, none, none of those things are sustainable. No. And all of those things are driving forward with the bra- parking brake on. Yeah. And, and it's, it's all, it's, all those things also are the, treating ourselves really poorly in the process. Yes. And the way we treat ourselves, we even if we're trying to pretend to be nice to others, we can't be loving to others if we're, we're believing those things inside and trying to – you know what I'm saying? Like yes. Every time I think I'm carrying it all, even if I'm secretly believing that I'm carrying it all on my back and it's hard – the energy I'm putting it off, even if it, it, it's not like uh, creative, inspirational, attractive energy. Well, that's why this daily word is the topic of today's show is strength of spirit. It's we just got to, you know, that's where faith in God comes in. Faith that the universe is benevolent and is orderly so I can relax and trust enough to yeah. do nothing when yes. I need to do nothing. Exactly. I really like that part of the Daily Word where it talks about, I become more aware of my strength in my relationship with God. There's another quote from the Bible, Philippians 4.13, I can do all this through him who gives me strength, which is also contrary to what I you know, grew up believing or thinking. It's like I always thought I had to do everything myself. But I think to be a good artist or to be good at anything or to enjoy anything is to get self out of the way and let God or whatever you want to call it flow through you so that you get um, you're more of a conduit for something. When I read like yes. early early music by Bob Dylan and John Lennon and, and early interviews with those guys, I think they they weren't trying and forcing uh, and putting pressure on, mm-hmm. on making things happen. They were like becoming more and more open to something to work through them and I think a lot of artists talk about that way, something working through them. If you want to call well, it that, I mean, that's one way to call it, but that you can call it whatever you want. You know? That's the best thing. I was thinking about when you were talking, I was thinking of, uh, earlier, and I was thinking about my own job and thinking about what you're saying about music. Is that is It's so funny because it's paradoxical in that when we let it flow through us, that's the only time I feel like it's my own not my own in an ownership way, but it's true to what is yes. coming through me. Yes, but it comes through most when I let it come through. And it reminds me of there's a in there's a chapter in the Power of Decision called Indecision. Oddly enough, and it's talking and it goes along with like you can't find this stuff by reaching outside of yourself too much. That's why I like also what Kirk was saying about his job is to ask questions. Yes. And it sounds like he's coming, you know, he's listening, you're listening within well, yourself. So you're helping them find out what they, what, what is like the core of what you well, really want to say. That's the word educate is yeah. to draw out. The root right. word is to draw it out of your students. Yeah. And so Barker says the world of other people's decisions is not your world. No matter how wise and kind these people may be, no matter how much they love and care for you, they're only maintaining your childhood pattern of indecision. 
the pattern of leaning on other minds rather than your own. God made your mind for you to think your thoughts and not someone else's thoughts. And those thoughts are the ones when we're tapping in like an antenna and being a conduit. They come through us individually. So it's not like like the most creative people will tell you, oh, yeah, my music is definitely influenced by that. Or, you know, like I heard it. I thought it was a ripoff of that or whatever. But because it's coming through them and they're just letting it come through the way it wants to come through, it sounds unique and original. Well, yeah. And then everything I'm doing is rewarding me in the doing. Yeah. I'm not thinking of, you know, how am I going to re- I'm not going to be rewarded for it. I'm being rewarded by it. Yes. Because I'm enjoying the process. Right. And then afterwards, it's like, if anything happens afterwards, mm-hmm. well, now I'm already moving on to something else creative to keep well, that, yeah. that spirit alive. That's the Coconut Donut album that we have out right now. It's like, I was starting to get stressed about what, what is it going to do? Where are we going to go? And... Then I, I listened to it again. I said, holy smokes, this is this is all I ever wanted to do was create it. It's done. If something's going to come, fine. But I'm already moving on to all these other creative things I'm doing. And, and we'll see what happens. But it feels good to have created something that just came through in an inspired, funniest thing kind of way. Yeah, and it's fun to have this show because each week I have something creative to look forward to, whether I plan it or not. This yeah. is already something that we have that we get to recharge right. ourselves with. And speaking of recharging ourselves, I think this segment's coming to a close. Yes, Mr. Chelson, thank you for coming on today. Yeah, thanks for your show. I really enjoy it. It's good. I get a lot out of it. Thank you. And just so you know, uh, Kirk Chelson is, we didn't mention, he's actually a teacher who teaches uh, filmmaking, right? Screenwriting? What is it? Screenwriting, film production. Yeah, wonderful. And you had a book out that we had him on last time. You had that book. What's the name of your book that you put out? Tomorrow City. Tomorrow City. That's right. And guy. he's got a film coming out. I understand what you're saying about the university professor. We almost knowing you, we said that almost in jest because of the, our uh, our show title. Well, but yeah, let's hear about your uh, film that's coming out. What's the title? It's called Gava Guy. It's a 35 millimeter film. It was shot up in Norway, and it's about a man. A German man who goes to Norway to try and finish a book of translations um, that his Chinese wife was working on in a language uh, he doesn't know. So it's kind of an interesting road story, love movie. Um, nice. A really nice story. We shot up in Norway where my family came from, and that was a great experience. So, What's it called again? Gavagai. G-A-V-A-G-A-I. Nice. Have a guy. All, All right. right. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. We love you, man. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Do you want to do a quick reading or sort of straight into the joke? Uh, what do we have time for? You tell me. You're I think, I think man. We, we might have to go into the joke today. All right. Well, let's. I mean, you could call it a joke or you could call it a little story about Jeff Comfort. Oh, wait. Why don't we just do this? Oh, we, yeah. This is the perfect reading. This we, is a little kick in the shins. Yes. That you could choose to believe with a childlike faith. And I do this every morning when I open my eyes. This is from our Game of Life cards from Florence Goble Shin. Yes. Gifted to us by Sammy Smith. Yeah. And I, I just say this to myself and I just choose to believe it. And here it goes. Thy will be done this day. Today is a day of completion. I give thanks for this perfect day. Miracles shall follow miracle and wonders shall never cease that's a good way to live right there well anyway i was saying most people don't know that jeff comfort is a seasoned art collector yes that's true in fact last week he was walking through unity village when he noticed this mangy cat lapping milk from a saucer in the doorway of a store and he did a double take he recognized that the saucer was extremely old and very valuable he knows his stuff he does so he walked casually into the store pretending he didn't recognize that the bowl was valuable and offered the Yep, and he offered to buy the cat for $2. The store owner replied, I'm sorry, but that cat isn't for sale. So Comfort said, Please, I need a hungry cat around the house to catch mice. I'll pay you $20 for the cat. And the, cat, the owner said, Sold, and handed Jeff the cat. Then Comfort said, Hey, for 20 bucks, I wonder if you could throw in that old saucer. The cat's used to it, and it'll save me from having to get a dish. The owner replied, Sorry, buddy, but that's my lucky saucer. So far this week, I've sold 68 cats. Oh, see? The sneaky man. <laughs> Get stiffed in the end. Whoa. Oh, 
Gabby said she can't cut her song short. I know. She loves her barking song. I know. Some people have to learn to enjoy it. Here we go. Why don't you read that first letter? Okay, this one came from Trudy Britt in Canton, Georgia. Dear Daryl and Ed, in spirit of stepping out boldly, I woke up this morning with no intention of buying a new car. Yet I sit here writing you as a new car owner. I've needed to make the step for a long time, but have been afraid to do so. But I always find your story of beautiful results to bold action to be very reassuring. So today, I put that faith to the test. I am so pleased with the outcome. I now have a dependable car that I feel safe driving. And I want to thank you so much for your openness as you share your personal experiences that reveal how much we truly are supported by a loving and giving God. Your work matters so much, and I want for you to know the positive outcomes you generate in the world. Best wishes, Trudy Britt, Canton, Georgia. Oh, that's awesome. That is amazing. We got another letter from Rachel Gallant. Hello, Daryl and Ed. How are you on this beautiful day? I have a special request. I have an amazing uncle who lives in Salmonish, Washington, who is recovering from prostate surgery and just had a birthday yesterday to help celebrate the awesomeness of his being and expedite his healing process. I thought of you both with your God-given creative talents. Perhaps you could send him a signed copy of What If Godzilla Wanted a Hug to Embrace His Heart, Daryl, and one of your uplifting CDs, Ed, to help elevate his soul. So that's Uncle Bert. We got his address. He lives on East Beaver Lake Drive. I will send the money out for both of you. Uh, Let's see here. Thank you so much. May you have a blessed beyond measure kind of day. Love, Rachel. Well, thank you. I mean, she's probably purchased more books and CDs for her friends. Yeah. From us than uh, any, they don't even, what can we say? Even your mother. Who's- yeah. <laughs> right. And uh, we love Uncle Bert, everyone. And, yes. Uh, our listeners send love to him for his quick recovery and for his wonderful birthday. And today's song was a request that came from Becky Watson's newsletter. It's actually. It was actually inspired, I should say, yes. by Becky Watson's newsletter. Becky Watson has been on our show. Music for Wellness is her organization, for Musical Therapy. And um, her website is music4wellness.net. And the newsletter, which is amazing, you should subscribe to it, says... It uh, goes along perfectly with our show. Right. So these opt- optimistic lyrics, repetition, and moderate tempo allow for affirming body language, smiling, laughing, and feeling good. Predictability, consistency, and structure. Have fun with the song. Make up your own words and sing for joy. If you would like to learn more on how, oh, you can help. Oh, okay. So let's see here. You can uh, email Becky at Becky at Musical Four Wellness. That was for uh, if you want to know more about sundowning behaviors with music, please contact Becky. Well, explain the what she's talking about, rhyming and song and joy, how that makes everything great. I think the best way to explain it... I think Fillmore said that the words we speak cause the vibrations in every little cell in our body. Yes! Good day, sunshine! Boom, boom, boom. Good day, sunshine! Boom, boom, boom. Good day, sunshine! I need to laugh. And when the sun is out, I've got something I can laugh about. I feel good Woo-hoo! in a special way. I'm in love and it's a sunny day. Good day, sunshine. Good day, sunshine. Good day, sunshine. Visit Daryl and Ed. Dot com. To find Cut easy links to everything we do, including the funniest thing. <laughs> Facebook page. You go to our Twitter feed at Daryl and Ed. And you can also write us at funniest thing, VO Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. And as always, thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on Unity Online Radio. Good day, sunshine. Good day, sunshine. Good day, sunshine. Yeah. I need to laugh. Woo! And when the sun is out, I've got I something I can laugh over about. Now. I feel good in a special way. I'm, I'm in love and it's a sunny day. Yeah. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. 
Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. 